Hello and welcome to Forward, a podcast all about finding small steps we can take in order to move in the direction of our dreams. I am your host, Lydia Morales. So whether you're running, stumbling, or crawling forward, I am here for you. We're going to figure it out together and do amazing things. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Forward. In today's episode, I am so excited because I am here with Alice Chapeau, who is a mindset and happiness coach. So I am thrilled to have her here because in this podcast, we talk a lot about mindset moving forward and creating happiness for ourselves. So Alice, thank you so much for joining me and for being here today. How are you? Thank you, Lydia. Thank you so much for having me. Always happy to meet new people and to be able to chat and share our passion. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. So why don't we just dive in and why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what you do and how your life looks like right now? All right. So right now I have two children, five, almost five and two. Um, and we live in Ireland, but I, we are, my husband and I are from France originally, but we met, we met here in Dublin and I'm still working full time. All right. I'm still working full time in a corporate job in HR. Um, but a few years back, I started to really go into the entrepreneurial route, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Then COVID hit, so everything was slowed down. And another kid, everything got even more <laughs> slowing down. <laughs> it was just, but yeah, I'm still there. I'm still keeping at it um, with great loads of ideas, loads of things I want to do. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'm doing a bit of everything. <laughs> it's yeah, like me. and your mom. <laughs> yeah. That's a full yeah. job. <laughs> uh, well, since you were in the corporate world, what got you started on this journey to be a mindset and happiness coach like where did it come from well well I'm not really sure how it come from the the coaching (laughs) well no I know I know I'm kidding so basically I I always I I think I've always wanted to be to have my own business that's something that I can remember for a long time like for my for my studies for my thesis I, I I wrote a um what's the word in English, you know, uh, when you have to prepare a business plan. Yeah, that's it. So that was my thesis in business school. So I already had an idea that I want to run something, yeah. maybe because my dad has his own company and I and I loved the flexibility, the freedom, and just being your own boss. I don't really like being told what to do, <laughs> you know? Um, so, so I guess that's that, that's, that was the always in the back of my head. <clears throat> and then after five six years in corporate in sales I, I was really not happy I didn't enjoy sales at all I couldn't find fulfillment and I was like okay I I'm, I'm getting married I'm gonna have a family this is just not the way I want to finish my or my career on you know like being in corporate and stuck in something that I'm not fully enjoying so I started to think and I got really really interested in well-being overall I'd start with because I had loads of body pains and skin issues so I, I started to really look into me into getting better looking at lots of alternative medicines and therapies and uh, and that's where I, I really got this passion for uh, alternative medicine food as your healing medicine um, all the superfood and all that things you know natural 
trying to get as, as little um, pharmaceuticals as possible. So that was just the start for me of being really into the well-being um, uh, well-being area, uh, arena. I don't know. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> and then, um, and then at some point, I was like, okay, I I really can't do with this job. And I I think that I have tried so many different jobs. You know, every time I wasn't happy, I was like, okay, I'm going to do another job. But I figured that this is not working because it works for a few times for a few months when you start a new job. But if you don't know what you want, if you don't find, there's no point changing all the time. It's just exhausting and it just doesn't make sense. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stop here and I'm going to figure out something else. So I, I started, it was in 2016, 17. I took a full year in a sport and holistic massage, oh. a diploma with iTech. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it because the reason I took it, I'm going to tell you why. Um, it was not too much of an investment financially to start with. Okay, It was not like those 10,000 euros courses or anything like that. It was something I could pay from my monthly with my, my salary. So it was easy for me financially to, to go through this. And also it was only one evening a week. And I had no children at this time. So one evening a week, practicing, meeting people, and then learning on my own time for a year was absolutely doable for me. So um, I did that. I enjoyed it. But half through the year, I got pregnant, which wasn't really planned. But that's for another story. <laughs> uh, I got pregnant. I was three months uh, pregnant when, when we got married. So um, so yeah, I got pregnant. But that was great because I could get, mas- got, get massage and, and, and teach the other student how to massage a pregnant woman. So that was something good to take. Uh, and my son is born and I did my, my exam when he was, it was summer of, of 2018. So he was maybe six months old when I did my exam. Wow. That's my exam. I was on maternity leave, all good. But then I was like, okay, now I need to do something about it. Like the, the reason I do this diploma is to actually move towards it. So I was very, I had this mindset when I, when I had my son that I could do it all. It's not because I decided to have children that I can't have a career and do all this stuff, you know, like crazy. I can do it all. Like other men, women's do it. I can do it. So I decided to go back to full-time work, learning how to raise a kid and opening my side business. So I was having two evenings a night and Saturdays massage oh. while having a baby at home. Yeah. <laughs> when I look back, I'm like, maybe you should have thought differently, but I did it for some time. I really enjoyed the massage. It was actually helping me coming down and talking with people. I really, really started to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at some point I got really, really, really overwhelmed um, because of, yeah, a baby, a full-time job, new responsibilities, not knowing how to parent this little human being. Um, and wanting to to prove to my to my company that I could do it. I was the only woman, or the only one with a kid, only mm-hmm. women with a kid, only men around me because I'm in IT. Mm-hmm. So I I had this idea that I have to show it. I have to prove that I can still work as good as I was before that. Mm-hmm. But I ended up with burnout, <laughs> and then and that's when I started then to look into more of the mental health side of things because I was like, okay. I can't have another burnout with a kid. It's not fair to him. It's not fair to anyone. So that's that's when things changed. After that burnout, I was like, okay, I need to work more on my on my mental health, on my my on whatever I need to do to not go back there, mm-hmm. uh, basically. So um, 
So in my company, they were doing some um, courses to be mindfulness facilitator, to be mental health first aiders, to be coach. And I took all of them because I wanted to really work on that. And I, I knew this is one way I wanted to go. I didn't want to be in sales anymore. There was just no way for me to, to stay in sales. I never enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. So I took everything I could that could help me while learning how to help others. That was kind of the idea uh, in doing all this. Uh, I've always thought that whatever I learn, it's too bad to keep it for myself. Even at school, you know, if I know something, I, I'm happy to share. That just makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that happened. Then I had, well, that's, we don't need to know, but um, I'll say it anyway. Mm -hmm. After my burnout, I had miscarriage. So it also add on to the fact that, okay, I need to really look into my health and, mm -hmm. you know, make sure of that. So um, so short after that, I started to, I enrolled in a small, in a two months coaching um, program, just to get a bit more knowing about this and starting to do my, the, the work on myself. So that was back in 2019. Yes, 19, that's it. And then I was still doing also my massage mm -hmm. and then COVID hit. And obviously massage was a no-go. So I had to think about, okay, now massage, I don't know how it's going to go with COVID and especially with a kid. And then I got pregnant. Just, I know, I knew I was pregnant just by the time we heard about COVID and we got sent back home. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, this, I, there's, I need to rethink of everything. Basically, I need to rethink everything. Massage is not going to be a go. And with two children, I'm not, it's not sustainable to make money, to be able to leave corporate. I don't see how it's possible. So I then learned to be a gentle birth instructor. Oh. So again, it was just, how can I learn for myself while yeah. also learning how to help people? <laughs> so gentle birth is a beautiful uh, method. It's all mindset, breath work, beautiful. Um, so I did the course to learn all the different things in labor and there's loads of medical uh, aspects of it, but I loved it. And that's where I really got into the mindset thing. And I, I never really thought of mindset before, mm -hmm. but that really opened me to control what you can control, you know, focus on the positive and all that thing that really gave me another uh, area of mental health and, 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 and mindset. Yeah, that's the word. I, there's no better word than that. So that's what I did. I had a beautiful birth at home for oh. my daughter. And then... And then I figured, okay, gentle birth, not for me. So I changed gear again. <laughs> <laughs> and I found this amazing um, coach and uh, she's a psychologist, psychologist as well, Elisa Nobrega. And I took a full year um, uh, coaching certification. Oh. And I had, and it was a lot of money. And it was, my, my daughter was two months old when I started it. Wow. So it, it's been a long, long discussion with my husband. I was like, I need to do it. I know I need this so desperately. I know it's going to be challenging because it's two lives a week, two lives calls a week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to learn. It's going to be a year. But it was very supportive. I was so grateful. Oh. So I did it again, you know, <laughs> young kids and still do it over taking more than I, I can handle, really. <laughs> but I, 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 I would never um, look back. I never looked back. It was the best year ever. I've learned so much about emotional work, mindset, somatic. It was just an amazing experience. And I like, okay, that's it. I love it. 
Wow. And that's how I got into coaching. It was very long, but <laughs> it's also showing all the different, you know, life happens and how things triggers and how many times I've changed gear. So that's it. <laughs> that is incredible. And, you know, you kept, although you kept changing um, direction, really, you were still going towards the path that was going to lead you where you are now. And if you hadn't done that first step, you know, you wouldn't be here today, do it. You still have to go. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible. And and I love that this journey started with you saying, um, I don't feel fulfilled at this corporate sales job, you know, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. The, with you wanting to take care of your your health and your mental health. So I think that that's incredible. And you were on an amazing journey. And I think a mm-hmm. lot of listeners are going to be very motivated and inspired by hearing you because you know it's okay to to change the directions yeah but not give up and just follow your intuition yeah absolutely oh that's wonderful and because of where you are now what would you say are the core things that got you to where you are because I know we mentioned a lot but what would you say are the core things well you have I think you have to be very deep or low or feeling very low to actually realize that something has to change that 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 is sad but I think when I hear about other stories mm-hmm. sometimes like if you're solo that you know if if you don't do something you you're going to a point where there's no return that's some you know something like that so I I had to go through all this as painful as it could have been at some at some time sometimes but um you have to go through this and you just have to say okay I I, I can't stay stand back up I can this is not I don't have to to stay in this there's always a possibility to to change it so that's the one thing it's just you have to go through difficult times that's what leads you forward because the pain is what you need to work on to actually um, move forward so um, that's one thing and um, and then I lost my train of thought (laughs) (laughs) um yeah um I I guess that's just that's mainly it and it's just um yeah along the way I've done a lot of inner work it's all about I've learned a lot about my emotional like if I if I if I I was most of us I but we we grow up without really being able to to present our emotions or to be comfortable with any kind of emotions, you know? Mm-hmm. And when I discovered that all emotions are okay, that I can be with my emotions, that has been a tremendous um, step forward for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the intuition, I was so much in my head and I really work hard to say, okay, I need to listen to me, not what it's coming on up there. And those are the three things that really um, helped me bring mm-hmm. me where I am today. Absolutely. I love that so much. And you're so right, because sometimes we have the it's like the saying, like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of where I am. Like you you, you have yeah. enough. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> Something <laughs> has to change. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of us, I feel like are can still get stuck in, in that place where we don't like how things are, but we're afraid to make a change we're afraid to be vulnerable and say I'm not happy here right now but you know Mm -hmm. you you have to take that step in order to to have that fulfilled Mm -hmm. life and to move forward so I think exactly Mm -hmm. but it's not overnight either you know like 
this yeah. miserable lasted a long time before I decided to do something. And it's step by step. Like I said, it started like three, four years ago. No, sorry, 10 years ago when I when I met my husband. Actually, it's also when I had met my husband, I realized that I had some responsibility in life now. <laughs> and it took me 10 years to be where I am. And I'm just mm -hmm. at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. I see it like that yeah. because there's so much I had to clear, so much I have to discover. Um, but it's just willing to to move forward always and and, and take one sm one small step at a time mm -hmm. that is really my motto it's one most small step at a time one small step at a time focus on one thing and then it will unravel more things and then it will just happen whatever <laughs> yeah, no, i completely agree and i love saying that too because you know taking big steps can be very overwhelming and scary sometimes it's like take the next tiny one you know like it will get you somewhere so absolutely yeah. but um well on this journey was there anything you weren't expecting when you set on this path i honestly i don't know what i was expecting i thought i was expecting it would be much easier you know because i i wanted it so i was like why not? <laughs> I didn't expect to, to, to have so many blocks and to and to actually be the, the reason why things are not where I want it to be. There's no other reason. It's, I, I just, you know, I am the reason why I am not where I thought I should be. Or, you know, we all have those, okay, in five years, I'm here. In two years, I'm here. And then, well, life happened and it didn't happen. And you're kind of like, what happened? Well, you happened in your <laughs> mindset and everything happened. <laughs> all right okay so um so i think that's it it's just like realizing that um it's not because you have a goal and you're really looking for it that it's gonna happen it's necessarily happening and you have to be a bit more compassionate and more open to say okay i want this but i don't have an expectation of time or how because mm -hmm. you have to just follow for me it's like i was if i if i follow my head i am not going in the right direction but if i pause and follow my intuition then yeah. everything is so much easier but that took me a lot, a lot of time and I didn't know about that I thought you had to think with your head right to get into business right mm -hmm. but actually no you have for me you have to think with your heart yeah before anything else no absolutely and you know we have to follow what our gut tells us and we're taught to just be a logical be you know so it is hard mm -hmm. for a lot of us to follow our intuition but once mm -hmm. you're doing that grounding and being with yourself you'll find that you'll discover so much to be honest right exactly exactly it's just like you you would never know how much you have inside of you and how much um possibilities there is if you just let it flow instead of thinking about it exactly and it, it requires a lot of inner work too like I mm -hmm. said we're the reason for where we are so it's like damn it I want it to be another reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah blaming someone else it's so much easier isn't it <laughs> it's great but we can't do that anymore <laughs> we know <we're laughs> oh my goodness but since you are a mindset and happiness coach, I have been dying to ask you this question. And I would love to know what habits or rituals you have that keep your mindset on track and that keep you, you know, with happiness mindset and, and whatnot. Mm. Um, well, first of all, I just want to make sure 
that everybody knows that it's not like I'm happy all day every day you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and, no. <laughs> and when, I, when I think of that of that <laughs> sentence I think of sex in the city if anyone knows <laughs> where it's coming from <laughs> um, I'm not happy every all day every day but I'm happy every day and it's just I just I it's just having less judgment for others and yourself and more curiosity curiosity has been is this skill the skill for me that you have to really develop being willing to understand why and looking at all the possibilities of the why and not just the rational one or the one you 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 want it to be you know so you have to be curious of understanding okay i'm angry and it's now i don't want to be mad at being angry (laughs) if you know what i mean it's just i want to know why i want to understand which is okay this is happening I don't like it. So why is it happening? And what can I do about it? So it's all about curiosity rather than judgments. That's very important for me. Um, and when when you're when you're caught in the moment, the heat of the moment, and you're yelling, screaming, angry, whatever, there's nothing you can really do. I, I think it's just you have to go with it. But then you have to be compassionate with yourself afterwards. And then ask yourself the questions. Okay, this happened. Mm-hmm. But what what now and why and what can I do now to take the small step to to change it and you know with time you take small steps small changes micro changes that becomes a big change afterwards mm-hmm. um so um so that's my habit it's always like questioning myself why did I do this why did I think that and trying to really be okay with even the the, the sides of me that I was judging before so mm-hmm. compassion and curiosity and um, and um, <clears throat> the other thing that I love doing now is because I, I get very overthinking, overwhelmed with stuff because I have so much ideas, so much things I want to do, right? And I'm a doer. <laughs> yeah. I, was a, I was very much of a doer before. And to focus on one day at a time, you know, the, the, the mantra or the, the quote is, um, life is about the journey, not the destination. Yeah. When I really understood that the core message behind that it was life-changing for me because I was always chasing a goal Mm -hmm. like a future and I was not living in the present so I really really focused on being in the now and focusing on what's happening now and that's why I need to just look at one day at a time Mm -hmm. so every morning um when I wake up um I I wake up and I smile because it helps me really Okay, welcome the day and just say, you know what, I haven't, I'm not thinking of anything. I just want to be happy to be here. So smiling and, and then have some um, movement just to wake up my body. This just takes a few minutes. Sometimes the kids are here, sometimes they're not. But I, I always have a little bit of movement to, to kind of keep me going. And once I've left the kids to school and I'm back to start my working day, I take five, 10 minutes, depending, to just look at all the to-dos I think I, I want to do. You know, I have a brain dump page where all the things I want to do. And I'm like, okay, today I have this and this in my agenda already planned. How much time do I have left for doing something else? And then I was like, okay, then I, I want to focus on one or two, three things for today. And I really focus on what is the thing that will give me the most satisfaction the more happiness or that is the most urgent you know you have to choose that so really just focus in the morning to plan your day there's so there's so there's very less overwhelm and much more acceptance of where you are because you know that that's all you can do but you have chosen 
by intention what to do that would be the most fulfilling. Yeah. And it took me years because I was always resisting routine or anything like that. I'm a very free spirit sometimes, <laughs> but I really managed to do this. And gosh, it's only five minutes, but it's really, really changed everything for me. Yeah. Just this focus, this focus on this is all I have to do. And, and again, it's not about being perfect. It's all about every time I see myself drifting, what happened? And, you know, this curiosity of, okay, I'm tired. There's no point in me trying to do something. I'm going to sleep instead. But it's all about always trying to figure out. There's all, there always has to be a better and easier way to do things. That's yeah. how I see it. If it's hard, it shouldn't be. It's, no, I want it easy. So how can I make it easy on me? That's the other questions I ask myself. I don't like it, so I don't want to do it. How can I do it differently, right? Yeah. So these are the questions that I always ask myself on a day-to-day that helps me ground myself and, and, and learn about myself and, and change, take actions, because awareness is key to change, right? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. That is such wonderful advice. I think the listeners are going to love that because, you know, I always say, you know, sometimes the first thing we do when we wake up and hit the alarm is we just want to go back to sleep. We're grumpy. We don't want to get out of bed. You know, we think, and uh, we don't want to get out of bed because we're predicting our day. We already know how that Mm -hmm. day is going to be and we don't want to go through it. And so I think that it's really powerful for you to say, you know, just take smile when you first wake up that that's an awesome one. And then, you know, take those five minutes to yourself or however, however time, you can to be intentional about what you want to do that day how you were saying I think that's really powerful and I can just tell that it works for you because you're you're so passionate about this (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have to start doing that too because sometimes you know we do get overwhelmed we're like oh my god Mm -hmm. I have 20 things to do today I don't have any time for myself you know and so I think those those five minutes are would really be helpful in that situation yeah it's it's just prioritizing what makes you happier you know like mm-hmm. yeah I'd love to have a perfect clean house but ultimately it's not going to change anything you know if if it's you have to make choices the choices yeah. are what's better for you even though you think you have to have a clean house you think to have you have but is it really like a priority in your day-to-day that's also another question what is really your priority for me it's like being more present and connected with my children but to do that I need to have my things done so I don't have to think about it and also when I'm with them I'm with them so that's that's what drives me to say okay I have to make choices the house is not perfect well mm-hmm. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> I can take it <laughs> even if it was with two kids and five minutes it's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh well um do you have anything like, do you do the same things when you're feeling stuck in business or in life? Do you have the same strategy that you, you implement or do you do something? Different? Yeah. So I, I always go back to emotional work. Um, this morning, I, I actually, I posted on my Instagram today, so I don't know when this is going to air, but mm-hmm. uh, I do like, I'm going, you know, we are, I'm peeling every layers of my emotional stuckness I don't know how we call that but I would call it emotional stuckness and I go deep every time and today I was working on some core guilt thing uh, that my coach advised me to work on and I just uh, I just tune in with look I think uh, closing my eyes breathing and I have a a hand on my on my heart a hand on my stomach 
And when I and I'm trying to concentrate on the word guilt or on the the story that I was telling her that brought her to tell me you have to work on your guilt. Mm-hmm. And I could feel the energy in my body. Like I could see, I could feel my throat very tense. And I was like, okay, let's be curious again. Let's understand what's that energy here for, what's going on. And I was having a lot of ideas. And as soon as I get into tears, it means that I, I touched a point where this is it. This is what I, I needed to know. And this is what I need to work on. Mm-hmm. And I do this in life or in business because in the end, it's all like we said, it's you're, you are your own block. Mm-hmm. So whether it's in life or business or anything, it's all comes down to, to you and your own blocks, your own fears and, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I do, I, I really do this emotional work or journaling um, when I feel stuck. Um, I also like this, this writing letter to your fear, writing a letter to your parents, writing a letter to just as, like honest, uh, very um, blunt and and raw as much as you want. This is good to release all that kind of a stuck anger or stuck emotion. So yeah, I would do. I would. I would mostly do that um, mm-hmm. in every situation when I feel stuck or or not good, not happy. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and those are great, great suggestions. I had never heard of the one of writing to your fear or writing to your guilt. That sounds like a really powerful exercise. I'm gonna try mm-hmm. it. Probably gonna end up crying. While- <laughs> but that's a good thing. Crying is actually now. I welcome my cries. I'm like, oh. I'm crying so I'm happy because I found I, I found the core thing that was holding me back. And now that I am aware of it, then I can do something about it or I can just let go. So I'm I'm actually happy when I cry, like, oh, I finally got it. I get it. So now I can I can feel free. I feel so much release after crying. It's so good. Oh, you're like, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, right? But yeah. now actually I don't I don't feel bad about crying. My husband is getting used to it. <laughs> you're like they're happy tears you're having like a breakdown yeah. they're happy tears <laughs> yeah, it's not sadness it's just emotional release <laughs> yeah, there you go that's how I'm gonna worry it going forward <laughs> yeah oh no that that is wonderful and that sounds very powerful too it so, is yeah yeah it's so great oh my goodness and I think that that's really going to help a lot of us when we're feeling stuck because it happens all the time. Like just earlier this week, I was like, oh my God, I feel so stuck. Like, what do I do? And, you know, it's about how you're saying, you know, taking those small actions, but really, you know, the empathy for yourself and being curious as to why you feel that way. So those mm-hmm. are really, really good points uh, that you brought up. So thank you for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And why don't you let our listeners know um, what advice you have for those that want to follow in your footsteps that want to be a mindset or happiness coach? Um, what could I say? Thing is, I, I, you know, I got there <laughs> with so many different routes that it's, it's hard to say, but I think it's just, you need to have clarity and a vision, knowing what you want or no, the, the, the most like uh, the biggest I go back to is always emotion. Okay. It's all about using your emotional compass as to it's not about knowing exactly what you want out of life, it's how would you want to feel? Because sometimes you know, we say, Oh, I, I want a better car, so I uh, so I feel better. And then you have another car and you don't feel better. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because we think we attach, we attach, we are so attached to an outcome 
but we should attach to how we want to feel. So that when you, when, and, it, and that's was so powerful for me because I was so attached to doing this. And when I didn't, and I, as long as I couldn't reach it, I was miserable. Mm. But I don't want to be miserable for five years because I haven't reached my goal. So it's really about, don't think about what you want, but how do you want to feel? Every day, how do I want to feel? And you have to tune in into, is this making me feel on the green side or on the red side? And you just try to follow this. Like, you know, you have to say no if you don't like, if you don't want it. And then this will lead you to ways that are aligned for you if you always follow what, what feels good. So I think my, my if I had to come, to come with one tip is really following your, your, your emotional compass and knowing what, how you want to feel, not what you think would bring you that feeling, but how do you want to feel and tuning into that feeling mm -hmm. and get as much and follow the breadcrumbs that are leading you to feeling this, if that makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. And I think it's great because I think we all need to hear that at one point or another, because even you know even as kids I remember like I want that toy and when I get that toy I'm happy you know and growing up I want like you said I want that car and whatnot but you know things don't happen quickly if we have goals and we haven't achieved them yet and we're so attached to them how you said like it's not going to be a fun journey we're going to be miserable and we're going to be upset and frustrated mm -hmm, instead mm -hmm. of enjoying the process how you mentioned instead of just being in the moment and really asking yourself how you how you want to feel so yeah. you know in such a materialistic world I think mm -hmm. a lot of us have a hard time with that concept but it really is how you were saying you know the quote it's the journey not the destination yeah I'm a very materialist person you know like I less now but I still like my good stuff you know yeah <laughs> but, but again it's, it's like a journey it's just like I know how I should and then sometimes I I I get I get you know I take the wrong path but I go back and it's okay it's all about it's okay there's nothing nothing you know, nothing you choose nothing you do is wrong it's just it just is and then try your best but it's okay absolutely oh that's so wonderful love it mm -hmm. Oh, and why don't you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? Well, I have my website, um, but I, uh, it's alistchapeau.com all together. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on Instagram, mostly. I don't do much social media. I have this love-hate relationship and very little time. <laughs> so I'm on Instagram um, and I, I'm trying to be more on podcasts, so I will display my podcast on my on my website because I love networking and I love talking. Yeah. So I think that's where I would try to be the most, being like talking about things and, and sharing mm -hmm. more than just uh, being on a written facade or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, of course. And to everyone listening, I will have all of the links to the show notes. So you can go ahead and check out her website and go find her. And Alice, thank you so much for being a guest here. It was so lovely to have you. And this conversation, it was so powerful and it feel like it hit home. <laughs> thank you. I'm happy to hear. And thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and have a lovely day. Bye. Bye. Today's episode was sponsored by my Create Daily Joy course on Udemy, where you can learn how to put yourself first and find the path to a happier you. 
And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you know where the next one airs. And feel free to tell a friend about it as well. Thank you so much and have a lovely day.